Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this live. Father God, right now, I pray over the Wi-Fi. I pray over my phone. I pray over each and every person that tunes into this live, that listens to the replay. Father God, I pray that you give them a word that prepares them for what you're calling them to, Father God. I pray that you give them a word that strengthens them, Father God, that gives them clarity, that gives them fresh revelation, Father God, that gives them understanding, that gives them a breakdown of the steps that you ordered for them when they were in their mother's room. Father God, right now, I pray that you make your presence known on this live, Father God, and that you decrease me and allow your Holy Spirit to take over, Father God, and reach the ears that you set out for this word to reach, Father God. I thank you for this night. I thank you for each and every person that's tuning in, and we thank you for this fresh word and this fresh revelation. We love you and will forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's get into it. Hi, Scorpio Goddess. Thank you so much for tuning in for the first time. I appreciate you guys being here. So let me tell y'all. So y'all know that for the past couple of weeks, God has been speaking to me um, through like experiences and things that's been happening and all of those things, right? So this weekend, if you guys saw my story, I was out of town for my grandma's birthday. And like my family, we had like this little red table talk moment where like everybody was at the table and we're like discussing family problems. We're discussing how Gen X was raised versus how millennials were. Like we just had a very intimate, transparent moment at the table with everybody in the family. And it was just, you know, great. It was some tough conversations that needed to be had, but it was great for the growth of our family. And one of the questions that was brought up was, um, let me see how she worded it. Basically, the topic was, so somebody in my family said that when life gets hard, you have to know where to go to. You have to know what, what is your foundation? What is your source? And he was talking about that's why it's important to have a relationship with God because your parents try to be there for you and they try to make it easier on you, on you and they try to make sure you don't go through certain things, but it's only so much that they can protect you from. You must have a foundation. You must know what source to go to, to, go to when you're being tested in life because life is going to get hard. And my aunt was saying, she was like, sometimes it's hard when there are so many other options so you have people that's believing in the universe and you have people that's believing in rocks and you have people that's believing in candles and you have people that's believing in stones so there's so many other options and she was saying it's hard to really let them know the importance of having a relationship with god and not all of the other things that this world is offering you or telling you to believe in and what i said to my aunt was i said it's not for you to convince them of who god is you just share the word and you let God be God. See, a lot of times where we go wrong is that we begin to carry the weight. So to answer the question, that's why tonight's live is titled, This is Why You're Worrying. And I wrote down, this is why you're worrying because you're carrying the weight. When you begin to carry the weight for God, that's what makes you feel overwhelmed. That's what makes you feel anxious. That's what makes you weigh down into depression because you try to get in the position of God. You trying to convince them of something that only God can do. I'm just supposed to be a vessel that tells you about God. It's not for me to convince you to believe in God. It's not for me to try to get you to see how powerful God is. All I'm supposed to do as a vessel is share the word with you. Now, what you do with that, that's your 
your responsibility because what happens is a lot of times we try to convince people of God and then when they go astray or when they go their own way, we begin to carry the weight and we begin to worry about what's happening and that's how you stress yourself out because you can't control anybody. It's not your job to control anybody. It's not your job to make a person believe in God or make a person submit their life to Christ or make a person live right. That's not your job. So you begin to get stressed and you begin to weigh yourself down because you're trying to play God. You're trying to be the fixer. You're trying to cover it up. You're trying to make it better. And God is saying, you're in my way. So we were having this conversation. And when I got, when I got back home to do my quiet time to prepare for this word, the word that God gave me is no convincing allowed. No convincing allowed because it's not just when it comes to other people that we weigh ourselves down with trying to convince or trying to persuade it's also with ourselves so y'all already know i prayed and i was like god give me give me some scripture to back this up give me some scripture to back this up so we're going to be going to isaiah chapter 12 verse 2 and when you read isaiah chapter 12 verse 2 i'm in the niv it says surely god is my salvation i will trust and not be afraid the Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. And when God led me to this verse, what stood out to me was the Lord, the Lord himself. And it says it twice like that. I'm not stuttering y'all. It says the Lord, the Lord himself. Like, a, like let me remind you on what I said. The Lord, the Lord him. Y'all know when somebody repeats something to you, like, did you hear me? No, did you hear me? The Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my defense. So with that being said, with God being my defense, why would I have to go back and forth? Y'all ever see Christians online arguing with other Christians? What are you doing that for? Who are you trying to convince? Them or yourself? You're arguing. What is arguing? When we were having this top, this, this discussion at the table, I was saying that I was like, God, it was never God's intention for us to argue with anybody to try to defend who he is. God, God can reveal himself. God can do things and move in ways that I could never tell you, that I could never plan for him to do. All I have to do is plant the seed. So when you understand what's being said, it said the Lord himself is my strength and my defense. That's, that's, that's the defense. That's the defense to back up the word that I'm sharing with you. That's the defense to back up what I'm having faith in. That's the defense to back up and what I'm believing is it is the Lord himself, not in me being clever enough to try to persuade you or kind of convince you of who God is. He is my strength and he is my defense. And when I was writing down, I wrote down something that God dropped in my spirit. And what he dropped in my spirit is most of your worries comes from other people's words and not mine. When I was studying today, that's what God said. Most of your worries come from other people's words and not mine. Because what we fail to realize is that sometimes when you be, when you try to convince other people, it makes you lose your confidence. You so busy trying to convince them of who God is. You so busy trying to convince them of what God told you. You so busy trying to convince them of what God showed you that now you beginning to question. Now it's causing you to lose your own confidence in what God said because you're trying to convince them. And that's because it was never in God's plan for you to try to convince them in the first place you're worrying about what somebody else is saying to you that's why you're worrying if you really sit down and figure out what you're worrying about I guarantee you it either came from what somebody else told you or from what you're telling yourself that's why you're worrying I literally wrote God literally dropped this in my spirit 30 minutes before this live God said most of your worries come from other people's words not mine 
The word of God will not have you worrying. The word of God says pray and not worry. The word of God tells you to rely on him. The word of God tells you to seek him. The word of God tells you that he's your strength, that he's your salvation, that he's where your clarity comes from. So when you sit down and you think about what are you worrying about, I guarantee you it's either some, something that somebody else told you or it's something that you're telling yourself, but it's not from the word of God. And a lot of times when we begin to worry about things, we want to blame God for it. We want to say, oh God, why are you allowing me to go through this? Oh God, why are you allowing me to deal with this? Oh God, why, why is this happening to me? Why are you allowing your own words or somebody else's words to make you worry, to make you carry a weight that, that God never planned for you to carry in the first place? It was never God's will for you to carry or for you to stress over what you're stressing over. You're worrying about that and you're stressing over that because that's what you want to do. Because God's word says lay it down at his feet. God's word says give me your give me your burdens. God's word says seek after him. So it's not God's word that has you worrying. It's your words or it's the words of other people. When we're sitting having this conversation, something that God made me realize is that it's important not to convince people, not to, because when you, when you try to convince somebody, in a sense, you're bound by them because you want so bad them to understand or them to get what you're saying that you're going to these extreme measures trying to explain yourself and you don't even realize that you're draining yourself of your own confidence because everything that they say back to you has you doubting what you're saying in the first place and that's why it was never God's will for you to convince yourself. When I first started my ministry and I knew that God was calling me into ministry full time, I didn't share it with a lot of people. I didn't share, I, I, my family was the last ones I shared it with. And I still only share a little bit to them to this day, because guess what? When God gives you a word, it is not a conference call. It is not for you to get everybody to agree or share their input on the word that God has given you. He didn't give you that word or he didn't give you that calling or he didn't give you that promise for you to go out and try to convince other people on it. And that's why you're worrying. That's why you're stressing. That's why you're doubting because because you've allowed other people's opinions or other people's word or what you think of yourself to make you doubt what the word of God said. So whose words are you going to believe? Whose words are you going to stand on? Whose words are you going to listen to? Is it other people's words or is it the words that you're telling yourself? Because it's not the word of God that got you worrying. It's not the word of God that's weighing on you and causing you to slip into depression and causing you to doubt yourself and causing you to question what he told you. It's not the word of God. It's the word of yourself, your own thoughts, or it's the words of other people. And that's why when it comes to convincing, it's not for you to convince anybody of your calling. It's not for you to convince anybody of the word that God has given you because their words can rob you of your confidence. Your own, it's already hard enough to make yourself believe what God's word says because his thoughts are so much farther than ours and so much higher than ours that it stretches our mental capacity. So it's already First, having faith for yourself, the last thing you need is any outside opinion making you doubt or question what God said. So that's the first thing that I wanted to address on live with you guys tonight is there's no convincing allowed. I want you to do what God told you to do, and I don't want you to convince anybody else. I don't want you to try to get anybody else's approval of the anointing that's on your life because it's not for them to approve of it. It's not for them to understand it. It's not for them to give you the okay to be all that God has called you to be. They don't need to understand it, and you don't need to try to convince them of it because the last thing I want you to do is be so busy convincing other people 
people that you rob yourself of the confidence that God wants you to have. There's no convincing allowed. And if you're worrying, I want you to ask yourself, am I worrying because of somebody else's words? Am I worrying because of what somebody else said to me? Am I worrying because of what my thoughts are saying to me? Or am I relying and standing on the word of God? What is causing me to worry? When I wrote this title, this is why you're worrying. The answer is because you're carrying the weight. The weight of something that was never meant for God. There was never meant for you to carry the weight. It was always meant for God to carry the weight. We wake up every day and we say we men and women of God. We say we live in accordance to God's will. I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm living spirit led. So why do you think it's for you to try to carry the weight of your day to day life? If you're living according to the steps that God ordered for you, you should also be living according to the strength that he gives to you, which is from him. So since my strength comes from him, Whenever I step into a situation, I know where my source is. I know who my source is and it's not myself. It's not myself and it's not my own capability. It's in him. So I don't have to worry about where the strength will come from. I don't have to worry about where the finances will come from. I don't have to worry about where the clarity will come from. I don't have to worry about convincing them of it either because it says in Isaiah 12 and 2, the Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my defense. So I don't have to defend myself when it comes to you questioning what I'm doing. I don't have to defend myself when it comes to my calling. I don't have to defend myself when it comes to this business. I don't have to defend myself when it comes to my faith. I don't have to defend myself when I say that I'm a believer and a follower of Christ. I don't have to defend myself. And I also don't have to defend myself when it comes to the burdens of life because the Lord himself is my strength and my defense. So there's no convincing allowed because God is God all by himself. He don't need me, little old me to convince nobody of him. Nobody. And I also don't have to worry about the cares of life because that's for him to handle. So it's not just about not convincing other people. You also need to be careful with convincing yourself that you're strong enough to take the steps on your own. No. I don't have to convince y'all and when my thoughts tell me that I have to figure it out or when my thoughts tell me that I need to be strong enough, I also don't have to defend myself or convince my thoughts. No, the Lord is my strength and the Lord is my defense. When my mind begins to worry, the Lord is my strength. When my family begin to question, the Lord is my defense. When my mind begins to doubt, the Lord is my strength. When my business begin to make me question it, the Lord is my defense. It's your weapon to use in either direction, whether it's you that's causing you to worry or whether it's other people's words that's causing you to worry. You have an answer in the word of God. He's your strength and he's your defense. Because convincing comes against your confidence. Convincing comes against your calling because it puts you in a place of feeling like you need to have the answers and you need to have the knowledge and you don't. All you need to have is faith. That's it. That's all I need to have. I don't need it to make sense. I don't need it to line up. I don't need one plus one to equal two and lead to three. I don't need any of that. All I need is faith. Faith, the substance of things hoped for, not seen. I don't need to see it and y'all don't need to see it because the Lord is my strength and my defense. No convincing allowed. I wrote down that salvation right so when we read the scripture it says the lord the lord himself is my strength and my defense he has become my salvation the definition of salvation is deliverance from sin and its consequences 
Because that's something else that weighs on us or causes us to try to defend ourselves or convince other people of our calling or convince other people of our worth. We begin to think about the sins or the mistakes that we made, right? So because you know who I used to be, I have to convince you that I'm changed now. Because you know what I used to do, I have to convince you that I'm no longer doing that. Because I know what I used to do, I have to convince myself that I'm loved by God. It says God is my salvation, meaning the one that delivered me from sin and its consequences. I'm trying to get y'all to see how everything that you're trying to convince yourself of, everything that you could possibly worry about, God has already taken care of all of that. He's making it clear that I'm your strength. I'm your defense. I'm your salvation. I delivered you from that. I paid for that. I cleared the slate. You don't have to worry. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to convince. You don't have to persuade because I took care of all of it. That's what this verse is telling us. I took care of every part of it. The strength that you need, I provided that. The defense when it comes to other people, I provide that. The deliverance, I provided that. The sins, I took care of that. The consequences, I come against that. Everything that you need, God is making it clear. In just this verse, in the whole Bible really, but in just this verse alone, he's making it clear. You don't have to defend yourself and you don't have to be strong for yourself because I'm going to do both of them. You don't have to worry about the sins and the consequences because I delivered you from that too. In this one sentence, y'all, he's clearing everything. You too weak to deal with it, I'm your strength. They talking about you dealing with it, I'm your defense. And in this one sentence, y'all, he's wrapping the whole thing up of whatever you could possibly be worrying about. Whether it's you causing yourself to worry or whether it's people and what they got to say causing you to worry. In this one sentence alone, God is saying, I took care of that. Yeah, I handled that. They said what? They said you're too weak for it. I'm your strength. Oh, they said you used to be, you used to be what? You used to do what? I delivered you from that. Oh, they said it was consequences for that. I paid, I paid for that sin. Everything is wrapped up. So when you read this sentence and when God makes it clear to you that he'll cover you and what anybody else have to say, it should remove all of your worrying. It should release. The weight is no longer on you. Tonight, I want you to be set free from the weight that you've been carrying. Because the weight that we carry, it either comes from us and our thoughts or it comes from what people have to say about us. And tonight, God is saying, I address both of them. I address you and your thoughts to let you know you don't have to be strong enough to carry it or deal with it. I'm your strength. And I release you from those people and what they have to say too because I'm also your defense. So this is why you're worrying. I'm going to show you why you no longer have to worry. I'm going to show you why you no longer have to carry the weight. I'm going to show you why you no longer have to figure it out. I'm going to show you why you no longer have to cry at night. I'm going to show you why you no longer have to make a way. Because that's what I do. That's my job. I'm the whole package. All I need you to do is have faith. So if you're sowing into this word, tonight's word is the done convincing seed the DCC. I'm done convincing. I'm done convincing myself that I have to figure it out. I'm done convincing myself that I have to find a way. I'm done convincing myself that I'm not good enough for this calling. I'm done convincing myself that I'm not smart enough or I'm not strong enough for this calling. I'm done convincing myself that I don't have the, the, the capability or the wisdom or the knowledge to get to where God is calling me. I'm done convincing myself because I know that what God has called me to only God can see me through.
only him. It's not my strength. It's not my clarity. It's not my mind. It's not my opinion. It's not my perspective. It's not my words and it's not my works. It's only him. So I'm done convincing me and I'm also done convincing other people of who I am and who he has called me to be. They don't need to see the vision. They don't need to understand it. It doesn't need to make sense to them. It doesn't need to be clear on their end. They don't need to see every step of it. They don't need to see how the how it's going to be laid out and how it's going to come to pass. I'm done convincing to them. I'm done making myself look a certain way to them. I'm done trying to show up polished and nice and renewed and restored for them. I'm just going to be confident in what God has called me to because I don't have to convince. I don't have to show them my strength and I don't have to defend myself because he made it clear that he's my strength, my defense, and my salvation. So anything that I could possibly worry about, anything that I could possibly be stressing about, anything that I could possibly allow to weigh on me or weigh me down, God is making it clear tonight that I handled that. I'm the total package. I covered that. Whatever angle you could try to worry on, I already covered you on that end. If it's you versus you, I handled that. If it's you versus them, I handled that. If it's you versus a job, I handled that. If it's you versus health, I handled that. If it's you versus the business, I handled that. If it's you versus the outcome, I handled that because I went before you. Whatever way you could think, whatever outcome you could plan, I already handled it because I went before you because I'm your strength, I'm your defense, and I'm your salvation. Let's pray. Father God, we just want to say thank you right now for this word. Father God, I pray that it reaches whatever ears you set out for it to reach. Father God, I pray that this word reaches them down in their deep, dark places. Father God, the parts of them that are broken, the parts of them that are hurt. Father God, the parts of them that they don't speak about or that they don't share to other people. Father God, I pray that this word reaches them in that place. Father God, and that it shines your light. Father God, that it gives them a new perspective, that it gives them new clarity, that it places love in them. Father God, that it places reassurance father god that it places a positive perspective father god whatever negativity whatever doubt whatever fear is weighing on each and every person under the sound of my voice father god tonight i free them for it from it father god i bind it up in the name of jesus father god and i release your favor father god i release your reassurance father god remind them of who you are the fact that you're the same yesterday today and tomorrow father god that your word never changed father god that you had a plan for them when they were in their mother's womb and that you still have a plan for them father god it's not for them to worry it's not for them to carry the weight it's not for them to carry the burden it's not for them to try to convince anyone of their calling to convince anyone of their words father god but for them to just have faith in you and who you are father god we don't need to defend who you are father god we don't need to try to fight on your behalf we don't need to try to play you father god you are god and you are god all by yourself father god so we thank you for just being you father god and i pray that you give us a double portion of faith allow us to be living examples of what it looks like to walk by faith and nothing else father god we are your vessels we are your children father god and we stand here ready to receive more faith from you ready to receive the next step from you ready to receive more clarity from you father god but most importantly ready to receive your love and your presence father god we love you and we'll forever praise your name in jesus name we pray amen y'all no convincing no convincing that's it no convincing it's no convincing allowed. I don't have time to be trying to convince you of my calling because I'm too busy working on it. I don't have time to try to convince you of who God is because I'm too busy living according to his will. What we have to understand is that like I said, God doesn't need us to convince other people of him. Just by you watching my life, you're going to see him. 
God, God gonna bless me and you gonna see it. And, and, and it ain't gonna be my words that show you. It's just gonna be him being him. We have to allow people see, to see us as a living, walking, talking example of Christ. Too many times we like to try to talk about it. Don't, don't talk about it. Live it. Oh, you, you don't believe in God? That's cool. Let, I'm going to just get back to praying over here. Focus on what I got focused on. Focus on what I'm doing today. And you never know who's watching you. You never know who's seeing you operate from a place of faith. The best teacher is somebody seeing God move through your life. That's the best way that you can help somebody understand who God is by them. You, you don't know when they're watching you, but it's people watching you, right? You stay focused. You, you keep seeking after God. You keep praying. And I promise you, those same people who you once were trying to convince, they will see God in your life. And that's the best teacher. I didn't, I didn't try to convince you. I didn't try to win you over. I was just focused on my walk. I was just focused on my relationship with God. And before you know it, those same people coming to you. So, so how you said you pray? What you said you be, what sermon you said you watch? Because they begin to see God on your life. That's the best way to be a reflection of God. That's the best way to be a disciple. That's the best way to live according to God's word is to be an example. It's not for you to try to play God. It's not for you to try to make people have a relationship with him. That's not your role. You just you just focus on you. You just focus on your faith. You just focus on your walk. Because it's enough that God got for you that, that needs your attention. The more time you spend trying to convince other people, you taking away from your calling. You taking away from your purpose trying to convince them. Focus on you. And also make sure you're not worrying about something that was never for you to carry. That was never for you to carry the weight of. It's God's and you're just a vessel. You have to understand that we must always bring back to the front of our mind that we are just a small piece in God's big plan, right? So being that we're just a small piece in God's big plan, everything that you do is way bigger than you. It's, it's way bigger than you. And that must be your mindset every day. God, this is bigger than me. So it's not for me to worry about it. It's not for me to try to figure it out. It's not for me to try to come up with some solution on my own. I'm going to let you show me. I'm going to just press into your presence. If you're somebody that's dealing with worry, if you're somebody that's dealing with stress, I want you to do a fast because fast gets you focused, right? That's, that's how you tap into the presence of God. You get, you get more disciplined and you get focused when you do a fast. I want you to do a fast and I want you to pray, of course, fasting and pray. I want you to pray, of course. God, give me more clarity. God, give me an understanding of what's happening this season. I'm beginning to worry. And when you worry, you also try to take control. When you worry, you also try to figure it out on your own. Y'all ever heard the example how when you talk about, when you, okay, like if you become a lifeguard, Something that they teach you is that if a person is drowning and they're beginning to panic, don't save them. That's what they teach you when you become a lifeguard. If the person is panicking, do not grab onto them. Because if that person is panicking, they will make you drown with them. Because when you begin to worry, you, you just start doing stuff. You start doing stuff. You start trying to find a solution. You start trying to figure out a way. And you're doing more damage. You're doing more harm than good. Don't allow your worry to make you get outside the will of God. You must stop because your feelings and your emotions will have you doing things that's, that's causing more harm than good. Stop. 
Okay, I'm beginning to worry. I'm beginning to stress. I'm beginning to try to figure this out on my own. And these emotions are probably not going to lead to any progress. So let me just take a step back and pray because my steps are ordered because God is the head of my life because God has a plan for me. So if I'm worried, if I've hit a roadblock, it's for him to redirect me to what he has for me, not for me to try to figure out my own path or find my own way. If you're worrying, it's because you're carrying the weight. Get back to God's word. All right, y'all. So thank you for tuning into Bay Bible Study. I pray that this word bless you. I pray that this word reach the ears that God set out for it to reach. I pray that this word frees you from worry. Do not allow worry to get you outside of the will of God. Be still. Just stop. If you got to just stop, just stop. Just stop and just pray. That's it. It's nothing wrong with stopping and just praying. A lot of times we feel like we always have to be doing something. Stop. I just need a minute. Allow God to reach you. Allow God to redirect you. That's fine as well. But I don't want you to continue worrying and trying to carry the weight on your own because that's not God's will. Mm -mm. He's your strength, your defense, and your salvation. I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in to Bay Bible Study. I pray that y'all have a blessed night. I'm going to save this to my IGTV and it'll also be up on my YouTube in the podcast later this week. I pray that it bless y'all and I pray that y'all are done worrying and don't be out here trying to convince anybody of who God is. And I'm not saying don't share the word. Definitely share the word. Definitely tell people who God is and what God has done for your life. Always. I will always promote that. But if they want to dispute that, rebuttal, argue, that's not God's will for you to go back and forth. Be blessed. That's what I want y'all to say. Be blessed. <laughs> and go about your day. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to Bay Bible Study. Have a good night.